This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Together we are Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80, and do not forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Ten minutes away from the best and worst of the weekend. I guarantee you one of them will not include the Super Bowl that comes away in about ten minutes. And speaking of said Super Bowl, in about three minutes, oh, we can start having that conversation about you-know-who, a.k.a. the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, and when it comes to legacy, and when it comes to the future. We're going to do that in a couple of minutes. But a lot of people still heated about that heated moment, allegedly, that happened on the sidelines in the <laughs> game yesterday and the Kansas City Chiefs playing San Francisco 49ers in the second quarter. Travis Kelsey out on the play. Then they fumbled the ball, Isaiah Pacheco, and then he bumps Andy Reid. It got a little heated. Everybody's saying, oh, that was me. He just sat on the bench. And yet your behind would have been fired by the second quarter. You're not sitting Travis Kelsey, especially he did not take a swing at Andy Reid. Andy Reid was like, y'all who think it was something more, y'all needs to chill. <laughs> yeah, he caught me off balance. I wasn't watching. He, cheap shot, but that's all right. He did good. He was really coming over just to go, just put me in. I'll score. I'll score. You know, so that's really what it was. Well, I love that. I mean, it's not the first time, so I listen, I appreciate him. Harry, he also went on to say, even if they chest bump me to the other side of the 50, I appreciate it. I just love that the guy wants to play and wants to be in there playing. It makes me feel young, end quote. So this is why Andy Reid, Andy Reid's 65, right? Mm-hmm. 65 years yeah. old, but he understands his players and the temperament that he also has to have. Could you imagine if he was a hot-headed head coach in that moment and him and Travis going back and forth and then next thing you know, Travis mentally is not where he needs to be for the game? Andy Reid understands that, okay, this is one of my best players. I probably do need to get him the football. Mm -hmm. He caught me off guard. I ain't have my feet underneath me. (laughs) But I love his fire, right? So the situation is instantly over. Versus combating it, going back and forth, and then it drags into halftime and drags yeah. in the second half, mm-hmm. in which Travis Kelsey had eight catches for 92 yards. After having played, only one catch for one yard in the first half. Played right. a major role in the second half. These guys' relationship, a lot of people don't understand it, right? They, they really don't. Andy Reid coached Jason Kelsey, his brother in Philadelphia. Right. Andy Reid took a chance mm-hmm. on Travis yep. in Kansas City. So that relationship is so dynamic yeah. between those two guys that, hey, people just back off a little yeah. bit, okay? I love just what, back off. Yeah, I love what Johnny in Nashville, when he called us about 10, minutes, 10, 15 minutes ago, he said some people are trying to say, well, if that happened at my job, it's not going to happen at your job. You don't play in the National Football League. No. So please, stop trying to compare your job to what men do in a violent sport played by violent people because football is a violent sport. Please stop saying, if that happened at my job, Okay, if it did happen at your job, you know what happened? Nothing. Either you would call the police or anything else. But whatever that is, stop trying to compare what you do at your job to what they do in their job, especially that one in the NFL. And that's why, Freddie, I originally said it depends on who's in that situation, right? Sure. Because originally I wouldn't like anything like this, but because of the the history between the Kelsey family and Andy Reid, and how much he trusts Travis Kelsey, how much Travis trusts him. Yeah. It's a different dynamic between those two guys. Yeah, and, and not for nothing, you don't know what was said. It may have looked like that, 
but you don't know what was said between Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid to make something out of nothing, in my opinion, made absolutely no sense. Hey, Mahomes had to get Rasheed Rice right. Yeah, Rasheed Rice came <laughs> off, and Patrick Mahomes pulled a Kevin Hart. Hey. Well, do you know who the bleep you're talking to? Hey, you better sit your ass down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm Mahomes. You're Rasheed Rice. Uh-huh. Rookie Rasheed Rice. Right. Yeah, and not for nothing, he did give him. The, he got the ball to him. Not yep. because of that conversation. Because Patrick Mahomes, oh, good. You want that fire? Okay. You, we'll see exactly what that's going to be. And that's been a big part of what they've been able to do. Six seasons as a starting quarterback. He becomes the first NFL player. There are seven that have done it in different forms in the major leagues, meaning baseball, the National Hockey League, and the NBA. But he became the first NFL player with that shield to win three titles and two MVPs in his first seven seasons in the National Football League. The others who have done it, Larry Bird, Bill Russell in the NBA, Guy LaFleur in the NHL, Mickey Mantle, Stan Musial, and Joe, Mag- Joe DiMaggio in Major League Baseball. That's it. That's the tweet. That's the room that Patrick Mahomes is in. He's also in another room. And people are starting to have that conversation about Patrick Mahomes and those four letters, G-O-A-T, meaning GOAT. Patrick Mahomes had this to say about that. It's legendary. I mean, just um, to be able to – no one's ever done it. And uh, we knew it's legendary to win back-to-back. I think eight other teams have done it. Um, we had heard it all week. We had talked to the guys about it. And we felt like we had the, the best opportunity that we had ever had to, to go out there and do that. And I fell short the year before. And so, I mean, all you can do is come back next year with a fresh mindset, knowing it's going to be even harder. Um, and uh, we got to continue to play our best football. Uh, we'll celebrate these next few weeks, and then we'll get right back at it. We can have the conversation when it comes to those – Four letters, greatest of all time, that acronym, GOAT, but not to the level of he's the greatest of all time. You can't do that with somebody who's only finished his seventh year in the NFL and his sixth as a starting quarterback. Is he in the room now? Oh, yeah. He's not on the outside looking in, looking for a cookie, looking for a piece of pie. He's not saying, hey, Tom Brave, you got any more sweet potato pie left? <laughs> Save a brother slice, not just crumbs. No, no. He's in that room. He's not fully in the room. He's not fully at the table with Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Peyton Manning. Can make a case for Brett Favre. Can make a case for John Elway if you want. But he's in the room. He's not fully there, but he's close enough. And, uh, and Freddie, I'm safe and okay even saying this. Um, I believe it's Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes Mm -hmm. and then Joe Montana. I know Joe Montana went undefeated 4-0 in Super Bowls, and he has one more than Patrick Mahomes, but what my eyes are telling me, the eye test, what what those are telling me as well is that Patrick Mahomes is the most gifted quarterback that we've ever seen in the game. He really is. And I don't believe it's going to take five or six or seven Super Bowls for him to eclipse Brady. If they're able to three-peat, if they're able to three-peat, it'll be the first time in NFL history we've seen a team three-peat. In the Super Bowl uh, era, yes. In the Super Bowl era. Mm-hmm. Th- that will be phenomenal, in my opinion. And you can never count this football team out <laughs> as long as they have number 15 at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. That's just I'm just so confident in what they want to do. What he was able to do last night. Yeah. And people always talk about his arm and the arm angles. You do, People do not give his – Runnability and his legs, enough credit. You called that last week. Talk about that's one thing that could decide the Super Bowl, and he did something. We talked about this before the show got started that only Steve Young has done. Lead your team in rushing in a Super Bowl, throw for over 300 yards, and complete 70% of your passes. (laughs) That's something that's goat-worthy when it comes to a Patrick Mahomes. With all that being said, Dan Olaski, 
ESPN NFL analyst, a guy who played in the NFL, like me, he wants to be a voice of reason, even though he clearly understands where this is going with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the best player I've ever seen. Now, greatest of all time is still Tom Brady. I have been adamant about that just because of the way that we have the conversation. He's going to have to get to five. I have said that since he won his first one. He gets to five and continues to play on the trajectory that he is. He's, he's going to be very much so in that conversation with Tom. Tom is still that guy, but he's the best player I've ever seen. What's happened with him, guys, is he came into the league as a phenom. And he has now transitioned into a savant. He's the best player I've ever seen. You have my word. I'm no longer going to say anybody plays like Patrick Mahomes. I'm not doing it. He's, he's one of one. Tom Brady's still the GOAT. He's got to get to five. But he's the best player I've ever witnessed. Let me also apologize to Mr. Okay. Patrick Mahomes. Okay. The second, I believe it is. Yes, it is. Um, there was a stretch where Joe Burrow was playing some phenomenal football. And Joe Burrow's three and one versus Mahomes. And Joe Burrow was creeping up there. I apologize, Patrick. I will never, ever do that again. I will never say someone is in the same stratosphere or itching and getting close Uh to you. I will never do that again. Because like I mentioned on numerous occasions, what we're witnessing right now is not normal. It's abnormal. Yeah, it is abnormal. And I hope people will stop trying to rush it along. Let it continue to happen the way that we've seen it happen so far. We should not be in a hurry to push greatness to the future or push greatness into the past by moving on from somebody's career. It's okay to see exactly where this is going to go. We got a pretty good idea of the path that he's on right now. But when people try to have that he's going to be the greatest of all time, well, let the Ghana turn out to be the Ghana. Let the D-O-double-N-A turn out to be that. Right now, he's still in the middle of what we don't know what this is going to look like. Remember, he's only 28 years of age. Still got a lot. <laughs> Let me put that out. Only 28. We're not talking about a guy 35, 36. Crazy, man. But he's not 30 yet. The man, but, when I say the boy not 30, he ain't even 30. Yeah. He, he, at the rate he's going, he's going to have his own money. He keeps this up when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. But, but, but let me be strong when I say this, Freddie. All right. If they three-peat. Next year, it's going to be a whole different conversation. You, I feel you going to hear it come out of my mouth. I'm I'm warning everyone right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's coming out of my mouth. Pause. It really is. <laughs> I'm going. I'm G O A T. Uh-huh. They three P. You going to hear it from Harry D. I'm just going to let you know. Pause again. <laughs> you going to hear it from me. I'm just going to let you know. <laughs> Freddie and Harry pausing on ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find they can save you hundreds on your car insurance. From the top stories in sports. This is a huge story. To the bottom. So we reach the bottom of the barrel. This is 3 Up, 3 Down. We always give you the best and worst of a weekend. You're going to find out who got stung. And who has praises to be sung. You know it better. It's three and up, three down with Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. We always flip each and every week. This week, Harry has the positive. I have the negative. So we start with number one. Number one up for me, I'm going to go Harrison Bucker. What he's been able to provide for the Kansas City Chiefs since coming into the National Football League, uh, I don't think it's talked about enough. Last night, four for four on field goals. Mm-hmm. Had a Super Bowl record, 57-yarder. But when the Kansas City offense were stalling, they weren't able to, you know, get up to par. Harrison Buckner was able to keep them in the football game along with that defense. So we must 
give him the shine that he deserves. I know everyone likes to laugh at kickers. Freddie, I'm a former holder, Uh so I know how passionate and how serious kickers take every single thing and how detail-oriented they are. So I want to make sure I gave a lot of love to Harrison uh, Butker for kicking his field goals and also making his extra points because I can't say the same about Jake Moody. Yeah, Jake Moody set the the Super Bowl record, 54-yard field goal. And has a bucket said, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> Went out there and knocked it <laughs> from 57. And you're right, four for four in field goals. He is a serious, serious weapon. My down, the first one, those 49er players. I get it. You did not know the Super Bowl overtime rules because your coach neglected to tell you. But then Eric Armstead and Kyle Juszczyk, defensive line and fullback respectively, you dimed out your coach after the game was over? I didn't even know about the new overtime, uh, playoff overtime rule, so – it was a surprise to me. You know what? I didn't even realize that the the playoff rules were different in overtime. So I I assumed you just want the ball because you score a touchdown and win. But I guess that's not the case. Um, so I don't really I don't totally know the strategy there. No. No, we haven't talked about it. No. Apparently, those two have no understanding of family business. What happens in the family should stay in the family. Outsiders, strangers need not apply, and that's how you dirty up your coach like that. Take it to take it to the off season with you. Yikes, man! Number two. How does he not know? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about this. Go ahead. How does he not know? Juszczyk went to Harvard. He's one of the smartest dudes in the NFL. How does he not know? What was he doing? What was he spending his time instead of going over overtime rules? What was he doing? Sewing puffy vests with his wife? What was Kyle Juszczyk doing? Maybe he was Come practicing. Come on, man. You're supposed to know You what said he went to Harvard. Maybe he's practicing for the bar. And this is the difference between Super Bowl winning teams and teams that don't. That's, that's all well and good, and you're not lying. But not for nothing, shut up. Don't put family business out there. True story. Period. What you got for your uh, number two? Number two on my list is going to be Steph, a.k.a. Chef Curry. Okay. What he did Saturday night versus the Phoenix Suns, 9 for 16 from three, 30 points, nine rebounds, six assists, but he hit the game-winning three with under three seconds left, and Brandon Pozinski threw it to him, and nothing but nets. Bang! That's what Mike Brings said. Bang! <laughs> Steph Curry does it again. So shout out to Steph Curry, man. Still making the Warriors relevant. He had one guy in front of him. Bang! Like that. One guy behind him. Bang. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I gave you your cue. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It says it right in the script, page three. Harry says bang after Steph Curry. <laughs> so, that, was a, that was a lot of bangs. Yes, yeah, But he, not only getting the pass, that was a ride. But then you got Bradley Beal behind you and another dude in front of you, and you lace it from 29 feet away to win the basketball game. It's another reason why you keep an eye on the Golden State Warriors. They may be one game below 500, but their dues are starting to come back sooner than later. That could Bang! Be there you go. It took eight <laughs> miles, but at least we got there. I know. I know. My second down. It's not so much of a down, it's more like an awe when it comes to Dre Greenlaw, 49's linebacker. After the punt to the Kansas City Chiefs that had the ball inside the one-yard line, he's getting ready, he is psyched. He's one of the better linebackers in the National Football League. Didn't even take three steps onto the field, and he lost his balance and trip. Come to find he tore his Achilles on that situation. And I love watching him play. He's always going to be one of my favorite players. The way he gave it to Big So-and-so on the Eagles' sideline, 
when he tried to get in his bench. Dre Greenlaw said, I don't care how, who you think you are, Big John. You take a good look at me. I, I, I'm not one of these kids over here. You ain't going to talk to me that way. I, be, I became a fan of Dre Greenlaw from that standpoint. Look, you stay off my work, I stay out of your work. It stunk to see that. And I hope nothing but the best for him coming back sooner than soon. Be healthy to do that. But that was really, really bad to see. A guy who waited his life to get an opportunity to go out to Kansas City again and couldn't finish the game just because he just took a step, wanted to play football and be out there in the football field. Number three. Number three for me, it is the standard. And as our favorite caller, Unique from New Jersey, say, 15. 15. <laughs> That's Patrick Mahomes, ladies and gentlemen. He is my third up, 34-46, 333 yards, two touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. Led the team in rushing with nine carries for 66 yards, but it was orchestrating things at the line of scrimmage. When he sees certain blitzes or certain coverages, hey, yeah. hold up for a second. Changing things at the line of scrimmage, changing protections, getting, in, getting them into the right play. In overtime, did not have an incomplete pass. Eight for eight, 42 yards. Yep. Patrick Mahomes is my third up this week. Mm-hmm. He is the standard. Yes. No one shall ever forget it. No one. Yeah. 27 yards rushing in that overtime. By Patrick Mahomes. When Twinkle Toes gets those feet going, <laughs> good luck trying to catch him. Here's something else to back of your point. He accounted for 89% of the offense after halftime. Out of 298 yards total by Kansas City, he accounted for 266 of those yards, including that scramble in overtime once Twinkle Toes gets going. Calling the timeout, I thought it was important for us to go over there and discuss what we wanted in that moment. Man, we, we all agreed on that play. I knew before the play, it's more of a man design play slot where Kels kind of comes from behind the line of scrimmage. And I talked to Rasheed about maybe if you can't set the little rub, if you can kind of set up open. And with them being so focused on that, it opened right open for me to run. And I knew I just needed to get a yard. So I, I actually got down on that one. And we were able to get that first down and uh, keep, the, keep the drive going. Just amazing. Just amazing. Once they got that first down, that fourth and one, Everything was in rhythm. But, 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 you, but, you, but you hear how he's so in tune with the game. Mm-hmm. Hey, if this happens, this happens. Hey, Rasheed, do this, this. If it's not there, I'm going to keep it and I'm going to run it. Like, uh, yep. he's locked in. And a lot yep. of people were saying he, how locked in he was before the game. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes was ready for the moment. The wo- moment was not too big for him. And he has his third Super Bowl ring and Super Bowl MVP because of it. And he may just only be get, continue to get started when it comes to that. My last down, I don't want to make this kind of a down-down, but I warned you back in November, back in December, about 15 in the red and white. I said, bet against him at your own peril. Oh, he's not going to get past Buffalo on the road. He's finally going to play a road game. We'll see what he's worth. Check. Oh, they're not going to beat the Baltimore Ravens. Best team in the league, best defense. That's how we'll take care of the king. That's Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Check. And now, against the San Francisco 49ers, they were a one-and-a-half-point underdog, and he was stymied in the first half. We have finally conquered King Mahomes. And then he accounts with 266 of the 298 yards in the second half in overtime. All you naysayers out there, this public service message from your Uncle Freddie, bet against number 15 in white and red at your own peril. If you do, hey, it's your money, not mine that you're losing as far as that goes. Professor, I'm big not, time. Exactly. Told not. you I was going to bet on 15, didn't I? How you? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Told you I was going to bet on 15, didn't I? 
We're not just saying. We're just saying. On Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We're going to tell you what we learned about the other quarterback in Super Bowl 58, and you're probably not going to like it because you haven't liked it already. That's next. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. It's the Red Game Monday version of Freddie and Harry. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us on Sirius X and Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Hit us up on Twitter anytime you want to Coleman ESPN. And at H Douglas 83. And don't forget about the phone at 888-729-3776. That is 888-SAY-ESPN. I'll throw the question to everybody out there. First for Harry Douglas. Did we learn anything more? Did we learn anything about Brock Purdy based on what happened last night involving him? Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs, 49ers, 49ers don't win. I'll be honest with you, Freddie. I was more impressed with Brock Purdy than I was a lot of other older guys for the San Francisco 49ers. When you seen Christian McCaffrey fumble on the first possession, you also had a, another possession in which Trent Williams seemed to set the offense back by, by his penalties, right? You had a holding penalty and also a false start. Uh, I, I didn't think Debo Samuel had his best game. Mm-hmm. So for everyone on their football team, and you look at the veterans and you, veterans, and you look at a second-year quarterback in Brock Purdy, I thought he played very well. I, I don't feel like he was the reason why the San Francisco 49ers lost yeah. that football game. Did he miss some throws? Yes, he missed those throws because Chris Jones mm-hmm. didn't allow them to happen. And when you have a man of that size – that's coming down the barrel of your body, pause, and he's disrupting <laughs> things so you don't, you're not allowed to step into throws and make yeah. accurate throws. Yeah. It is what it is. Now, I will say this okay. because I can't say it about Lamar Jackson. Okay. I can't say it about Dak Prescott. Right. I can't say it about Tua Tungavaloa. I can't say it about Josh Allen and not say it about Brock Purdy. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. Right? right? Figure it out. Right. Although he played really good in my opinion, still – Figure out a way to get it done so you don't have to say, man, what if? Yeah. Right? Still yeah. try to figure it out. Yeah. Brock Purdy even talked about the disappointment about not getting a touchdown overtime and blaming himself for not having the 49ers find a way to be Kansas City. I mean, they brought zero and was trying to get the ball to JJ. That's what was hurting me, just knowing that 
yeah, we're going to execute the field goal, trusting Jake and all the guys on special teams, but obviously their offense is, is really good. Mahomes is really good, and you just don't want to give him an opportunity to go down and win the game off, off a touchdown. So when I wasn't able to connect with him, it just it hurt. When you have a good offense like the Chiefs do and, and what Mahomes can do, you know, for us it's it's like, all right, we have to score touchdowns. We had opportunities to do so, I think. Shot ourselves in the foot with just penalties and the operations and, and stuff. So I got to be better in terms of, you know, leading the guys and, and think of how I handle things in the huddle and telling them, telling them, you know, what to expect, stuff like that. So, but yeah, at the end of the day, I think we had the team, the offense to, to score touchdowns, and I think I failed to put our team in position to do that. And Freddie, don't get me wrong. I thought Brock Purdy did his job. Mm-hmm. It's just a few things here and there, right? When yeah. you know they have cover zero coming, and as, and as he get gets older as a quarterback, absolutely, he will be able to do something I've yeah. seen Tom Brady, Mahomes, and all those guys do. You know what? Uh-uh. Hold up. We don't need the motion. Come back to the backfield or tight end. Don't go out. Stay in. So just to buy me enough time mm-hmm. to get this football off. Yeah. I also would like for Kyle Shanahan to put him in those positions as well, right? Mm -hmm. Because clearly what Steve Spagnuolo was doing with that defense was hurting some of the things that the San Francisco 49ers wanted to do offensively because of the motions and stuff uh, before the snap. If anything, last night convinced me even further that he is only going to get better. Yes, I agree. People have to remember. I know you don't want to hear it. I know you're tired of it, but facts are facts. He just finished his second year in the National Football League as a quarterback. He hasn't played two full seasons as a starting quarterback. He was a big reason why his team got to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he didn't play well in the first half versus Green Bay. Had convened amnesia, was out of his mind in the second half. Didn't play well against Detroit in the first half. Had convened amnesia, played out of his mind in the second half, making plays everywhere. You mentioned something about Kyle Shanahan, and I can't wait to see as much of a detail-oriented A has to fit in the B, B has to fit in the C, C has to fit in the D. There are plenty of times that big plays were made when things were off schedule. He has a quarterback yep. that does not need to be that guy to say, if he's off his spot, we're not going to be a good football team. He made some last night. The play in overtime. Had to scramble. Guy comes up. Chris McCaffrey in the flat. Then Chris McCaffrey takes it a long way. He had to find a way to get out of that that mess that the offensive line put him in and make a play for McCaffrey. And Kyle Juszczyk. Kyle Juszczyk. The second and 12. 13-yard completion. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And if it wasn't for Chris Jones, he might have had more touchdown mm-hmm. passes. Chris Jones literally took away three potential touchdown passing opportunities from Brock Purdy because Chris Jones is that fantastic. Ask Josh Allen about that. Josh Allen thought he had a guy wide open in the middle of the field in the fourth quarter in Buffalo. Chris Jones got that pressure, knocked him off his spot. The ball lands into the ground. They missed the field goal. Game over. Buffalo's on their way to the offseason. I wonder how much Kyle Shanahan, who has trust in him, that's not the issue, but how much he'll allow him to be a playmaker that we've seen him be time and time again when they need him to be a playmaker, especially in the playoffs with San Francisco. So for me, I think that's the next step within this offense, right? And, and Freddie, you said it earlier, um, it's okay not to be so technical sometimes. Right. And when you're a, a great play caller – and your Kyle Shanahan, sometimes you won't control so much mm-hmm. that you allow your players to sometimes be robo- robotic because of it. Right. Because I like it's and it's an easy fix, right? For Brock Purdy, hey, if you see this is happening, if you see this from the defense, you have the authority to change what's going on, to put us in the best situation possible. It's okay to bring guys back in so you can buy enough time to be able to get that football off. Because, I, like I mentioned, Jawan Jennings was wide open. He was terrific all night Brandon long. Brandon Ayuk and the guy guarding him fell down. 
Right, but but in my opinion, if Brock Purdy, if if, if they weren't so technical and so yeah. locked into what they do, mm-hmm. and Brock Purdy had 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 that that seniority, right, I believe they could have made it work. We'll see. Harry Douglas, Freddie coming together, and Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. I'm glad you mentioned in terms of making it work, and I give the 49ers a lot of credit. The fact they were able to get to this point with a guy that was the last pick of the draft last year, yep. the fact they were able to get to a Super Bowl. They were able, he was able to earn more of their trust. He was able to accumulate more trust because the more and more they gave him, the more and more he was able to succeed. And yeah, the weapons are there. But I know the narrative would sound like if he wasn't producing. Well, you got all these weapons, Brock Purdy. Why can't you make those throws? You're not that good. That's the reason why you're the last pick of the draft last year. But he makes those plays with these playmakers. Early on, he completed what? His first five passes in this Mm -hmm. football game against that Chiefs defense? Only Josh Allen had more yards passing against that Chiefs defense than Brock Purdy. He threw for more yards than Lamar Jackson of Baltimore, who's going to be a two-time MVP. What is a two-time MVP? He threw for more yards than Tua Tungabailoa to Miami Dolphins, and Tua in the offense was lighting up people. There should be something to be said about a guy that, yeah, is in that system, and he's a game manager and whatever that is, but so is Patrick Mahomes just at a different level. But I think as he continues to get even better, and I believe that's going to be the case, then Kyle Shanahan has to continue to have more trust to believe that he can make the right plays and not just be formulaic too much for his own liking. Well, Freddie, remember, Brock Purdy passed for more uh, than, than Josh Allen did against his defense too now. That's true. Because uh, that. I, yeah. I believe it was only like one something that Josh Allen passed for. Yeah. So so Brock Purdy, man, and, and the way he was able to step up against this defense in which they had made a lot of quarterbacks not look so great. Right. Right, yeah. we had an MVP of the National Football League, and Lamar Jackson for a second time win MVP that didn't look great against his defense. Right, and Brock Purdy was able to make some plays, but I think like the next ascension within this offense is Kyle Shanahan said, "Okay, mm-hmm. Brock's going to be our guy. We have to give him a little bit more more, more freedom when we see certain things happening from a defense mm-hmm. because I, I've seen the great ones do it. Right, I, I played with Matt Ryan. I've seen him mm-hmm. when you see Cover Zero." Hey, Harry, come back in. Or Tony Gonzalez, come back in. I've seen him back up and buy some time and throw a corner route for a touchdown or throw a dart route, one step come in for, for, for a first down. Yeah, That's the next ascension of this offense, giving Brock Purdy the freedom to be able to change things like yeah. that mm-hmm. and be dynamic because of it. Dana Richmond, Virginia, at 888 He wants to weigh in on this in the Freddie and Harry calling line on ESPN Radio. Dana, Dana, what you got? What's up, High Sauce Freddy? What's up, HD? We're good, brother. What's up, Dana? Hey, I've been listening to everybody from Greeny to Stephen A. over there on Fox. I mean, everybody's been breaking down the Super Bowl. Why? Had Kansas City won. Mahomes, great job. He played his butt off yesterday. Kansas City defense played his butt off yesterday. But I'm going to say this right here, and I'm going to say it in my Heard Douglas voice. Hey, Freddy, mm-hmm. I'm going to say it. If nobody else wants to say it, I'm going to be the first to say it. San Francisco 49ers will never win another Super Bowl because they're suffering from the CKC. Oh, boy. And that's that Colin Kaepernick curse. <laughs> they ain't going to get it right because they ain't get him right. And I'm going to say it on the radio. The Colin Kaepernick curse. They're done. <laughs> Just like- I-, I saw it a couple of times on social media, by the way. Somebody who shot my name was Shannon Penn, our producer, Put out a tweet involving the color purple. So <laughs> <laughs> you do right by me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to name names. Shannon Penn, but he put that out there. And 
I don't believe in curses. I don't believe in voodoo, black cats, you know, walking on ladders, breaking mirrors, none of that kind of thing. But I still wonder how the 49 is going to recover from this. It's one thing what happened in 2019, 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. Patrick Mahomes became really magic Mahomes that night, in my opinion, making play after play after play. Jimmy Garoppolo misses that pass. A lot of people threw that at his feet that if you had made that throw, well, we'll never know. This was different. You were dominating Kansas City for two and a half quarters. You were not able to take advantage of opportunities that were laid up on a silver platter. You get a pick on the first possession of the third quarter from Patrick Mahomes. You have the ball in Chiefs territory. You got a short field with your offense. At the 44-yard line. At the, the 44 Chiefs 44-yard yard. You right. don't even get a field goal out of that. You didn't even get positive yardage out of it. Nope. Got moved back. Had to punt the football. And anytime but, but there's an opportunity there, this. we have seen this. We, we've seen this from the Buffalo Bills and the self-inflicted wounds, the Absolutely. drop passes. Mm-hmm. We've seen this from the Baltimore Ravens with the stupid penalties and the turnovers and the fumbles mm-hmm. going into the end zone. Yeah. Right? And now we've seen it from the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. You cannot beat yourself yep. when it comes to this football team. Yep. Zero points off turnovers, the, the, the fumble, the muff punt, the missed extra point, mm-hmm. the missed throw. Like, you had it all from the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. If you don't kill them and you have the chance, they will rise up in Kansas City and they will take you out. Keep weighing in the conversation of Freddie and Harry call in line at Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. In terms of Mahomes and Super Bowl titles, Purdy, what you need to see more from him. Kyle Shanahan's overtime decision, all that, 888-729-3776. Speaking of someone who shot me nameless, Shannon Penn, our producer, he knows that Patrick Mahomes is the MVP of Super Bowl 58. But he asked somebody else who was the real Super Bowl MVP. Here's a hint. It going to be good. That's next on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. It is Reggae Monday on Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman presented by Progressive Insurance. Appreciate you chilling with us on the vibes on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and I always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We're going to get to what some of us who work in the staff, who shall remain nameless, Shannon Penn and Demikin, our producers, believe are the real Super Bowl 58 MVPs not named Patrick Mahomes. We'll get that in a couple of seconds. But Rich in Virginia, he's got something to get to in the Freddie and Harry calling line when it comes to Brock Purdy at 888-729-376. Richie Richards, you got my friend? My brothers from other mothers, how are you? <laughs> We're good. Listen We're doing to you. Well. Listen, listen, Brock, hey, you got a newfound respect. He played well. But that man, I'm here, cannot be stopped, bro. It was just... <laughs> The man is too much. The man is he's way too much. Um, and I just want to thank y'all for what y'all do. Uh, it was a good game. But, yeah, Brock, he played he played good enough to not lose in the game, but played well. I just, uh, before y'all comment on that, just wanted to really, I know football season's over now, uh-huh. but I wanted to give a shout-out to my son, who just committed to VMI. Nice. Uh, Virginia Miller Institute to play football. So just thank God, going from a cancer survivor to a D1 college athlete, just a proud dad moment. I know we're all girl dads here, too, but just had to give a shout-out to my son. He's ecstatic about everything, so that's Rich, all. Thank you all for Rich, that moment. Rich, what is your son's name, by the way? Miles Berry, Miles Cameron Berry. I like that, Miles Cameron and, uh, Berry. Nice, nice, 
Nice. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's huge. Absolutely. That's huge, Freddie. And, and you throw on top of it being a cancer survivor. Amen. And for all parents, right, you just want the best for your kids. You yep. want them. You want to put them in the best positions possible to uh-huh. succeed and right. thrive in life. Yeah. So to be able to overcome adversity, um, you know, go go to school to play football, Proud dad moment, man. Yeah. I got major shots out to you and your family. By the way, VMI's campus in Lexington, Virginia, absolutely gorgeous. I had a chance to go down there. When I did Army basketball, and they played a game down there. VMI's campus is unbelievably beautiful in Lexington, Virginia. Great place. Great, great place. Hey, Miles, Miles, way to go, yeah, man. Way to get that scholarship. Nice. Let, well let, let me say this about Brock really quick, though, because mm-hmm. when you look at Brock's last Four possessions. Hold on. One, two, three possessions. I don't count the kneel down one. He yeah. Remember, he was able to lead them down the field for a field goal. They went forward on fourth down, right. threw the ball to George Kittle. I still don't understand how George Kittle is not more involved in mm-hmm. the football game. But Brock, you know, made some plays. Yeah. And Brock actually put them in positions to win a football game, too. Yep, I no understand doubt. we talk about some of the things that he probably could have did a little better. But okay. we can't be mad at the position that he actually put the 49ers in yes. to – Try to succeed and win a Super Bowl and yeah. beat the standard on the other side of Patrick Mahomes. Especially in year two <laughs> for Brock Purdy as a starting quarterback when he was the last pick of the draft in 2022. Thus endeth the lesson. With Patrick Mahomes, he was the MVP last night. Third time he's done that. First quarterback to ever do that. Be a three-time Super Bowl MVP in his first seven years. But we got some other guys who made the list of who should have been more MVP considerable in consideration. Shannon Penn, one of our producers. Yeah. Who was the real Super Bowl MVP in your opinion? I mean, it was a couple. It was a couple. Earlier, uh, Harry mentioned Harrison Butker, the kicker for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl record, 50, what, seven-yard field 57 goal? 57-yard field yeah. goal, That's yes. very impressive. Also, I want to give a special shout-out to the referees. Yes! <laughs> the Stripes, they played a clean game. No, mm-hmm. no yes, challenges. Yes, yes. No egregious calls. Nope. A couple Not things that could have been reviewed here on a couple first downs. Yeah. But other than that, really clean game. Shout-out okay. to them. Nice. Shout-out to Devin Kane, who was a rule Super Bowl MVP, in your opinion, what was another one. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know Shannon was going to take mine there, but yeah, I was okay. going to say the refs. Okay. Yeah, he took two of them. He, wow, man. He could have said one, but he, he took two. You guys had the 49ers defense. No communication. Yeah, he hijacked you. You got to communicate better, I didn't, guys. I didn't know the segment rules. That's, I, I apologize. I, I, we went into oh, it not, yeah. knowing, not knowing. We talked about this in the preseason. No analytics. So you're Kyle Shanahan. Okay. All right, Kyle. No, he's Eric Armstead. That's who he is as far as that goes. Who's another Super Bowl MVP, Harry? Not named Patrick Mahomes. Uh, uh, Usher could have won it last night too. Could have won it. Hey, could have won it. That's the hey. real MVP right there. Yeah. Usher Raymond the fourth. That's the MVP. He bought stripper poles to the he Super Bowl. He bought stripper poles to the Super Bowl. <laughs> stripper poles to the Super Bowl. He bought stripper poles to the bowl. We, okay? We got Herm Edwards next. I wish you see the look on Herm Edwards' face right now when I said that. He looked at me like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, you know what we got to do? We got we to gotta send Coach Herm out to an Usher show. Because, Dev, remember the video I sent you from a Vegas show? Sure oh, do. When me yeah. and my wife went yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. I sent Dev that video. Dev was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, yeah, I saw Usher back in 2001 up in Albany, New York. And was nowhere near what was last night for 13 minutes <laughs> in, in the Super Bowl of Las Vegas. That was tame Usher. He had just put out a he had just put an eight seven one at that point. That Coach Herm, you come Usher. you come hang with this youngster over here. We're gonna go to a Usher show in A Town, baby. We're gonna show you, Coach. Well, all I know is this. When I saw him on roller skates, I said that's pretty good. Yes, that was oh, yeah. quite good on roller skates doing this whole thing. But then 
the stripper poles and the super pole. <laughs> Just make it clap. Ta, 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 ta. To make it clap. Middle of America. Good to see Ludacris made it, Yeah, Harry. Ludacris made it. That's right. I mean, Lil John I don't, made it. I don't, I don't know why y'all doubted Ludacris yeah, I didn't doubt it at all. But by I the mean, way, her was there, and she sang the national anthem <laughs> before a 49ers game at 11 years of age. And 15 years later, she sings that with Usher, part of the Super Bowl halftime. Things come in full circle when it comes to her. Luda. I would pay anything to see you and her members at the Usher concert. Just see the look on Hearn's face while you're losing your rabbit behind mine. Mm -hmm. Enjoying yourself. Hold me back, coach. (laughs) He's going to leave you alone, coach. Before we get that, we got Herman happy hour. Usher may not be included. That's next on Freddie and Harry. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast.